Hello and welcome to the Common Good Podcast, the podcast that showcases the very best of Glasgow Caledonian University and how the institution, its staff and its research benefits people and communities, both at home and overseas. My name is Craig Telfer and today I am delighted to be joined by Mr Stuart Martin, a Senior Student Communications and Events Officer, to talk about his role within the university and how his team have interacted with students over the last four months. Stuart, thank you very much for appearing on today's show. My pleasure, Craig. Uh, lovely to be with you. Excellent. We're delighted that you're able to take time out of your busy schedule to join us. And I'm going to start, Stuart, with quite a, quite a straightforward question, but can you tell me about your role? Tell me about what it is you do at Glasgow Caledonian University. Uh, well, my role, it's quite twofold, really. Uh, first of all, my team's responsible for student communications on our Glasgow campus for current students. And this can be quite transactional, like information relating to food offerings in the catering outlets, building closures, issues with GCU Learn, to promoting wider student experience campaigns, focusing on things like our Common Good activity and the Students Association. And there's also a bit of an events element to my role. So along with my colleague Jessica, we're responsible for on-campus student events. So that's things primarily like Freshers' Week and our award-winning International Welcome Programme. <laughs> that seems like quite a big and varied role. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I don't think there's another job like it, really. Uh, and it's been great. Uh, it's evolved a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the four or five years I've been with the university, I've been I've had the chance to shape it as well. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Of course, Stuart, you were a student at Glasgow Caledonia University. You studied on the BA Multimedia and Journalism Programme. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I graduated in 2013 and I have never left since. <laughs> and also, that's where, I got, that's where I got to meet you as well, Craig, when you were studying on your master's programme. Of course, this easy going backwards and forwards between us, that doesn't just come uh, through force. This is uh, years of, of natural uh, friendship and bonhomie built up. But you came into the role, Stuart, you said five years ago. How has it changed since then? Oh, it's changed dramatically because I was on my own at first, uh, just solely focusing on events. Uh, and then Jessica joined the team. And then after that, uh, we, we piloted the Student Comms Initiative back in early 2018. And Rebecca was recruited to the team, our, uh, our, our comms assistant. And, and we've been able to add more faces as, as, uh, as we've gone. We're, we're growing an army, so to speak. Yeah, that's something I'm really keen to talk to you about because the student communications team it is very new. It's only been around for about two years. Could you, could you tell me about that team? Tell me what it is they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, we piloted it in early 2018. Rebecca joined us with me leading. Uh, and then since then, we've been able to add a couple more faces in our student comms and engagement assistance. So if you look at Rebecca's role, it's kind of overarching comms. Uh, she's responsible for all the all-encompassing stuff that would maybe affect all of our students. And she's also the voice of our uh, student social media channels, and she creates quite a lot of our video content. Mm-hmm. And then we have Ross and Rachel, uh, there's a joke in there somewhere, uh, who is aligned to, uh, aligned to our three schools. Um, and they, they're kinda, we kind of realized that there, there, there was a lot of amazing stuff happening at kind of school level, but it maybe wasn't being captured. So Ross and Rachel's job is to source a lot of that uh, really positive student success stories that's coming out of the schools and also kind of help increase engagement at school level, helping helping programs 
uh, with events, promoting events and assisting at them and stuff like that. So kind of in a nutshell, uh, the purpose of everything that we're trying to do is create a sense of community, belonging, being part of something, as well as really maximizing the student experience for our current students uh, through kind of engaging comms and the, and the like. You think you've managed to achieve that over the last two years? Yeah, I think the proof's been in the pudding. We're a pilot and we've been, uh, we've been made permanent. So I think, I think that speaks for itself in that sense. The role, Stuart, is a, a very collaborative one. You mentioned earlier about the, the number of different departments that, that you will work alongside. You'll work alongside the schools, the executive board, strategy and planning, the communications team that I'm part of, the Students Association. Tell me, when you're sharing a message and trying to get it out there and you're working with so many different stakeholders, what's that like? It can be tricky at times because it's, it is hard to, to keep every single person in the loop. But I think we do really have, we have a, a sense of a really collaborative approach to what we're doing now. It's kind of part of our culture now and we're used to doing that. And I don't think we could do the job to the, to the best of our ability if we weren't tying in with all these different services and departments, especially teams like yourself and the Students Association are like completely crucial to, to kind of supporting what we do. So what are the main platforms you use to communicate with our students? Main platforms, social media, the GCU Life, uh, GCU Student Life channels. Uh, we've got uh, all student email. Uh, we as well as sending out like important comms as a one-off kind of comms through all student email. We also have like a bi-weekly uh, newsletter during term time. GCU Learn, we use announcement boards on that. And then we've also got our, our student newsroom, which is a kind of replication of what your team in corporate comms do with uh, corporate news. Yes. We have a student-facing version, which has proved to be a massive success. And then when we're on site as well, we have things like TV screens and poster frames and window frames and the lamppost banners that are on the main concourse. So we've kind of got all bases covered in that respect. Uh, we're, also, we're, also kind of, we're obviously missing out at the moment with not being on site. Do you think you can communicate with our students better? Yes, that's a very cliched answer, I suppose, but always looking to improve. Uh, I kind of think we need to always ensure that we're listening to students and gauge how they're reacting and engaging to, to the comms that we're putting out and kind of adjust accordingly. Knowing your audience is pretty key and that's why it's great to have a team who are all recent graduates. Mm -hmm. They can have first-hand recent experience of being at the university. Two of them are actually graduates from GCU. So I think it's like, it's in, it's, can you can't underestimate how invaluable that actually is. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. We'll, we'll stick with the audience just now, Stuart, but tell me, what do students look for in their communications? How do they want to be spoken to by the university? Modern platforms, I think. That's why there's. I'm constantly banging on about using social media. It's where the world exists nowadays. So I think it's really crucial that we get all aspects of our social media comms right. And it needs to be engaging. It needs to be like attention grabbing. Like people's attention span is not what it used to be. And, yeah. and it comes to social media, if you've not grabbed someone's attention within say 10, 15 seconds of a video, they're, they're not gonna watch it. So it's really important that the communications that we are sending out to a predominantly young audience uh, is kind of designed to suit them. What are your metrics for telling whether or not something's been successful? Kind of a lot of, kind of suppose, data and social media stats 
kind of sometimes you know instantly when you're promoting something this isn't going to do very well it's not as engaging as it could be and then you put something out and you know right away this is going to do well because you just have a feel for it uh, so yeah a lot of social media metrics and stats and it kind of gives you a kind of kind of at a glance overview of how something's doing and, and you can tell whether or not something's been a success or not. We touched on it earlier in the podcast here, but COVID-19, the pandemic has been a, a difficult situation for, for everyone associated with the university, not just associated with the university, but around the world. And your team in student communications has arguably been one of the most important within the organisation because you're communicating critical messages to students. So tell me, what have the last four months been like for you guys? Well, initially, the biggest baptism of fire of all time, really. (laughs) Kind of really long days of trying to get messages that were as clear and as concise as possible out to students. There was so much important information that needed to be communicated. So, And and also making sure that the tone of the messages were right for for Mm -hmm. the audience. Um, Kind of amazing how quickly, like, uh, the team adapted, adjusted to the situation and, and working from home as well, uh, like most teams across the institution. So but after the first maybe four to six weeks, kind of we've we've set we've kind of settled now down into a little bit of a routine and a rhythm and keeping up that regular contact with the, the relevant departments as well as your team has been mm-hmm. is key. Uh, and now kind of like full steam ahead, planning for trimester trimester induction. We'll jump back to March, Stuart, and when it was announced that we wouldn't be able to return to the university campus for the foreseeable future, how did you and your team work over that period? You mentioned long nights, making sure the tone of your communication was right. Can you, you tell me about those experiences? Yeah, yeah. Well, so initially, we played quite a key role uh, working on the comms when the situation kind of first unfolded. Uh, as I said, there was a lot of really important information to communicate, the closure of the campus, the switch to online learning, assessments, like placement information, well-being, and then obviously the postponement of graduation ceremonies, etc. So you're listing these things off. It's my goodness, that is an enormous amount of things to take into consideration. Exactly, yeah. And then we obviously the key to that was working closely with your team and the the Students Association as well. And we were doing things like a daily student email uh, to provide updates. also managing the student frequently asked questions on the coronavirus web pages, and they were changing by by the minute it seems mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, and then just getting out information about our student helpline. Uh, we also had a team of helpers uh, who were who were manning uh, phone lines uh, f- uh, Monday to Friday. It was actually seven days a week at the start, nine to five, to provide support. To How busy were those phone lines in the early days, Stuart? Uh, they were very busy, uh, very, very busy. We had a team of close to 20 people on our rota that were managing that. Uh, so it was getting the message out to students that that support was there, as well as the wellbeing team as well and the, the advice centre at the Students Association. They were all providing support uh, to students during that kind of difficult time. And then we kind of transitioned to to trying to lift the mood through some kind of positive student-focused content. So together with... The, uh, the brand and corporate team and the alumni team we started doing our kind of GCU heroes campaign across social media so kind of highlighting the work of our students who were maybe working on the front line and then or even working in their local communities or just doing some really kind of positive work and contrib- contributing to the crisis and then things like our GCU at home series were 
we were raising awareness that although the campus was shut, uh, we were still working remotely and we were highlighting key services like Visa, Careers, the Library, the Students Association, that they were still, and the wellbeing team, of course, they were still providing like their mm-hmm. core services from home. And also working with students and the Students Association full-time officers to kind of generate video content to mark silly wee celebrations like International Superhero Day, Walk to Work Day, just little things like that that we could do to just kind of lift the mood and uh, keep our content as engaging as possible. Was that content generally received well? Yeah, I think we're a bit different as well from a kind of corporate channels. We can be a bit more playful with how we're speaking to our audience. It is generally received really well because we feature students all the time and students like seeing themselves and other students like seeing their friends they tag each other, they have a bit of a laugh with each other. So nine times out of 10, the content goes down really well. And uh, our engagement stats for during COVID have been through the roof. Like they've been the best we've ever had. So in a kind of kind of warped way, it's kind of benefited and showcased uh, the best of what we do. Yes, definitely. Some of the content that, that we've put out, that, that we've worked together on over the past few months has been Yep. I've enjoyed working on it, the International Nurses Day and the, the, the Jesus oh, yeah. Heroes Project, um, the, a video that, that, that you and I worked on showcasing what the university had done to support its communities during the pandemic. I, I thought those were, 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 were good and were well received. Yeah, we've done so much stuff that it's even quite hard to remember now. Like we've just we've we've tried to keep a constant conveyor belt of positive stories going out across student channels, the corporate channels. Uh, it's been a real team effort and like really working together closely with people like Zara, who's been manning this the corporate channels and uh, who's been managing the the corporate channels and doing an absolutely great job. Do you think the pandemic will change the way your team works going forward? Yeah, uh, I think we've shown we're kind of really adaptable and we can produce kind of engaging content working from home. But there's like there's no real substitute for being on site, I don't think. Um, but obviously with social distancing measures, that will kind of dictate a lot of the events and a lot of the content that we can make. So uh, more food for thought, uh, but another chance for us to be creative. Of course, the current situation had a big knock-on effect in the university calendar and graduations. Those ceremonies are, are no doubt they're the biggest day in the, the university calendar. And tell me, what would your team normally have done to mark graduations? Graduation-wise, we would we would have done a lot of kind of pre-coms to hype the ceremonies, a lot of transactional information about where students needed to go, and a lot of thing and, and kind of promote the things that were happening. Um, then kind of, kind of content creation over the three days, working in collaboration again with corporate communications brand and alumni. And we also had the added element of uh, the team being responsible for the graduation ball as well. So we would be preparing for that and creating content at that and facilitating that event. And obviously that's not going ahead either. So what do you do this year instead? This year, well, we kind of we used social media uh, in the best way we could to celebrate what would have been graduation week. Uh, kind of videos from grads or, or graduating students telling us what they would miss about GCU and advice they would give to their first year self. Um, a compilation of uh, social kind of media posts of students getting their results, their reactions to that, and even your good self. You passed on a story about a student who's family held a, a mock graduation in his garden for him uh, and that was really well received on social media the, that went down an absolute treat 
I think the key was that we were uh, alumni, alumni, the alumni team are providing a lot of support this year to our graduating students. So within our comms, we felt it was really important to encourage our graduating audience to kind of transition over to that alumni platform. Yes. Um, because yeah. the work that the alumni team is doing at the moment, working with careers, uh, is excellent and it's really important that all our graduating students are aware of the work that's been done and the support that's in place for them. Yeah, so as well as having a knock-on effect for graduations, it's also affected Freshers Week. That's coming up in September and particularly the first two days of Freshers Week, they're traditionally the busiest on the Glasgow campus. How's Freshers 2020 going to look? Very different, Craig. Uh, <laughs> uh, currently exploring how we deliver a, a virtual kind of online experience. It's a complete journey into the unknown, but again, it's allowing us to be creative. There's some uh, really good ideas, and we hope that some of them will come to pass. I'm going to keep my cards pretty close to my chest on what they are at the moment. <laughs> but I think the most important factor uh, is creating, again, this sense of community for our new students. It's kind of essential we provide an experience that on top of everything else gives them a chance to make social connections mm -hmm. uh, because it's it's not your it's not your freshers in the traditional sense this year it sounds like our students are understanding of the situation that you can't have a normal graduation ceremony you can't have a normal freshers week yeah uh we've, i suppose we've not had too much reaction to that uh to, to freshers at the moment because it's it's quite quite a way down the line um but yeah i think most people are at the moment of everything that's happening in the world understanding that their experience isn't going to be what it would have been in the traditional sense so what's next for your team are you working any upcoming projects outside of freshers yeah there's a few bits and bobs of obviously planning for freshers planning for induction comms trying to create as much useful information as possible and and doing it in different ways uh, we actually just launched an initiative called PALS the other day. It's a peer-assisted learning support. And it's okay. essentially going to be, yeah, officially going to be, essentially going to be a platform for our new students and direct entry students uh, to join where they'll be supported by current students on their specific degree program. And we kind of want to roll this out across all undergraduate first-year programs that are running for 2021. Uh, so we're currently recruiting for current students to take part. And this will be massive in creating this kind of friendship base for our new students. And it's also a chance for our kind of current students to give something back and uh, seen as a bit of a common good kind of type activity. Now, Stuart, I, I can't let you go without explaining your haircut. We're recording this on Wednesday, the 15th of July. So barbershops have reopened. <laughs> but just I'm, I'm glad that I've caught you in this window. I know you're getting a haircut this evening. Explain the look you are going for just now. The look I'm going for just now, oh, it's it, it's not the best. I've currently got my hair in a top knot and I have not had my hair cut since February. So I have got an appointment with my barber tonight uh, at six o'clock and I'm looking forward to looking like a new man come seven o'clock. Excellent. You look as though you play uh, electric guitar in a band from 2007. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Stuart, thank you very much for talking to me. Absolutely brilliant to speak to you. Thank you for your time. Cheers for having me, Craig. Cheers. I'd also like to thank everyone for listening to today's episode, and I hope you will join us again soon when we'll be talking to another member of staff from Glasgow Caledonian University. In the meantime, please subscribe to this podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us from. 
make sure you give us a five-star rating while you're at it. Until then, I've been Craig Telfer, and this has been the Common Good Podcast. <laughs>